Welcome to the Naked Mama podcast, where to be truly naked is to be eternally committed to stripping away the layers, illuminating the truth within, and emerging as the woman, the mother that you are destined to become. To be truly naked is to be truly you. I am your host, Angel Rockwell, intuitive motherhood coach, transformational mentor, and bold believer in turning the impossible into reality. I am a mama, a wife, a revolutionary entrepreneur, and a visionary for creating a legacy of abundance and fulfillment inside of motherhood. My mission here with the Naked Mama podcast is to debunk the myths of motherhood that disconnect you from your power as a mother and as a woman, and to reconnect you back to the sanctity and magic of the mother-child bond that ultimately is the key to uncovering the ease, freedom, and confidence that you desire, and truth be told, are meant to experience. I'm going to be sharing pieces of my transformational journey along with purely sourced intuitive guidance so that you can begin to see what's possible for you, know that you are not alone, and begin to take action, building momentum towards living the life that you know deep down you are meant to live. The Naked Mama podcast is here to break down the myths of motherhood that are holding you back. Each episode is designed to be a powerful conversation to raise the consciousness of women through motherhood. Each episode holds the power for you to shift into alignment, gain deeper clarity, and expand your awareness. My commitment to you is to show up authentically and be naked with you. The journey here inside the Naked Mama podcast is the journey of evolution and expansion into deeper levels of fulfillment, freedom, and ease. Here inside these episodes, we connect and ground, nourish ourselves, grow and rise together. I am so excited to welcome you into the world of the Naked Mama. Now, if you're wanting extra love and more support in between episodes, please follow me on Instagram at the real angel rockwell now let's dive right into today's episode welcome mama to today's episode i still feel like i am riding the vibe from last week and before i dive into today's episode i want to speak to that just for a moment Because although each episode here in the Naked Mama podcast touches on a different myth and reveals a different truth, all of these truths are coming forward and being revealed to you, to us, in perfect divine order for a reason. So when we come together inside this space, I really invite you to not only open your ears and open your heart to receive the words, receive the conversation, be in this breath and this energy with all of the mamas here in this space with us. I invite you to be really clearly intentional with being here beyond the physical world, beyond, yes, the sound is at a good volume I like and I'm comfortable here in my seat to really invite this in. For we cannot receive anything that we are not ready to receive. And intertwined in that, 
we are unable to receive anything that we haven't clearly asked for. So to get a little seed of curiosity planted in your brain as we move into our conversation today, I invite you to consider what your intention is here inside this episode. I hear from many mamas how good they feel after spending time here inside the space of the Naked Mama podcast, and I am so abounding with appreciation for that. And with curiosity, what is it that makes you or allows you to, opens you up to feeling good, to feeling better than when you started? So just allow these seeds of curiosity just to land and settle where they should inside you in just the perfect way. There's nothing to do. Just allow them to be. Allow these ideas, these questions, these curiosities just to marinate while we move into what is here for us today. Now, in today's episode, we are diving into something really, for me, so on the forefront of my day-to-day, which really builds my excitement for sharing this with you today. We are taking a look, a dive, just a good swim and paddle around inside the myth that it is our job to tell our children what they need. Now on the surface, you you may instantly resonate with this concept. Say, yes, as a parent, it's not my job to, hold on, my little human is calling, so I will be right back. To segue myself back in here, You may have noticed in episode 15, which if you haven't listened to it, it is so powerful. I met my experience of recording these podcasts a little bit differently. You will hear in last week's episode some little murmurs and the presence of my daughter. Now, it's not... I have like locked the door and not allowed her in while I have recorded these podcasts. Sometimes she is napping. However, she is here with me all the time. I'm a full-time mama. I've got two online businesses that I'm growing. I work from home. Our home is our home is our home. That sounds cheesy. But she is here with me all the time. And last week when it could have been a little more challenging to record the podcast. I, you know what? It doesn't have to be this way. And I don't need to judge myself or all the things. I, I noticed that I was. I was judging and I was forcing things to be kind of the way that they had been, say, the week before, or maybe two months ago, and kind of when we started this podcast a few months back. And I just allowed it to be. And it felt... The power in last week's episode is evident, and I do, I I know that part of that is because of the integration of having my daughter in the space, 
we communicate very clearly, her and I, so she knows what I'm doing. She understands this is going out to all you mamas out there, and you don't hear it at the start of every podcast, but she usually comes in here and records a little intro of the Naked Mama podcast as well, which is just ultra sweet. So I could have chosen as well to start this episode again, and this is all really part and parcel of our myth today that it is our job to tell our children what they need. And when we fall into this pattern, and I am going to go into specific details and circumstances that can help illuminate this, as well as the larger conceptual ideas. When we find ourselves in these patterns of telling our children what they need, what they have to say, what they should say, what we want them to do, we fall into those easily because we do the same things to ourselves. We tell ourselves what we need. Mamas, we, there is this very, I, I, I do like to believe that it is a heart-centered loving intention to, to really understand as mothers, as women, what our needs are to spend the time with ourselves, to get to know ourselves, to know what our needs are, to know what our desires are, to know what the relationship is between the needs and the desires, and then to clearly communicate them to those around us so that we can be that whole integrative family unit. And as I'm sure you're getting the theme here, this comes back to deep personal responsibility. And in the myth that it's our job to tell our children what they need, ultimately what happens is we we kind of, we cut off our children's ability to understand in like the deep knowing, inner being, true self kind of way, what they need and what they want. Because we're putting our needs for them, our desires for them, our expectations, our filters, we're putting all of us onto them in that moment. So to dive into this today, let's breathe. Took us a little longer to get into our breath work here today. I love our breath work moments together. So find yourself comfortable If you are able to, as always, find stillness, close your eyes. Place one hand on the heart, place one hand on the belly, and exhale all of the air out. And as you do, releasing the eyelids, the tension between the eyes, in the temples, the jaw, the shoulders, relaxing all the tension down and out. Sipping in deep breath through the nose. Breathing in, acceptance and receptivity, part the lips. Exhale deeply. Again, sipping in through the nose. Breathing in, truth. Part the lips, exhale. Allowing the truth simply to be. And one more breath here together. Breathe in deeply through the nose. Part the lips, exhale. And as always, continuing to breathe. 
deeply, naturally, intentionally, whatever you're called to do, allowing your hands to remain on your heart, your belly, as long as you like. Allow your eyes to remain closed as long as you like. So in today's episode, we are going to take a look at how selective we can be inside this myth that it is our job to tell our children what they need and the the repercussions of that. And we're moving into the truth that when we listen for what our children need, they learn to provide for themselves. So what you will take away from this conversation today is, is a shift. I'll be honest, I, I do feel that there will be moments in this conversation today that are triggering. And I say that from my own uh, triggering for me, because what I speak about is my experience and is very much alive, as I said at the beginning, for me. So if you find yourself triggered inside this conversation, come back to your breath and just allow it to be. Come back to the personal responsibility. Remember that it is not I or the words that I speak or the energy that I hold that is triggering you. You are being triggered because of something inside yourself. Just a little side note there I wanted to throw out because when it happens, it can be very intense. So know that you are not alone in that. You are here with us, with me. We are together. So you will take away a shift, a shift into deeper power, personal power, and deeper understanding and inner truth knowing how you can really show up for your children. It starts by showing up for yourself. And when we show up truly, standing tall in our truth, we can show up for our children and provide for them the space and the freedom to truly understand who they are, what they need, and what they want. So this idea of, I need you to, It is the basis of the notion that as parents, it's our job to teach our children everything they need to know, to give them all the skills that they need to survive in this world, et cetera, et cetera. That it's our job to bestow on them all the pieces that they need to survive, to thrive, to enjoy, to live a life that is bountiful and beautiful. And... As much as this is very commonplace in language, and say, yeah, well, if it's not my, if it's not my job to help my children live a beautiful life, then what is my job? Say it's really getting down into the details and feeling into it. How can we, as mothers, show up for our children and provide for them the environment where they get to choose? for themselves. And a lot of this comes from fear in that, well, if I don't tell them how this works, they're going to, well, they're going to get hurt or they're going to get sad or angry or lost or confused. And again, in these moments, we're really stripping away a beautiful experience for our children to learn and know for themselves. Now, of course, the first thing that usually comes up when I have this conversation is, well, what if my child is reaching for a hot burner on the stove? Am I just supposed to let them figure it out on their own? No. 
we part of providing for part of providing the environment and the experience for our children to know for themselves is to keep them safe. And it really comes down to, as I spoke about at the beginning, about you setting your intention here. What is our intention? Is it our intention to tell our children what they need? Because I know what's best for you. As a parent, I know best. Mama knows best. We hear that all the time. Even uh, I received a, a mug at some point early on after my daughter was born that said, um, I think something along the lines of mama knows best, but grandma knows better. Um, I've never used the mug, I'll be honest. And with with love and respect for my mother, it's, I didn't like the mug. <laughs> I, it just, it held that vibration for me and I felt it that this had nothing to do with the child. I hold the belief that the child knows best. We all know best. There is no space inside the truth for anybody else to know what's best for another person. And yet somehow we come to this place where as parents, we say, oh, they're too young to know. They're too little to understand. They have no idea what they're doing. They know better than we do. We get hung up on the circumstance and we we look at them and we say, well, well, they don't know how to walk yet. I have to teach them. Um, and that's a great example because we think, well, I didn't give my child any walking lessons. Most of the time we're sitting and we're witnessing them figure it out on their own, right? So this comes into the selectivity that we unconsciously choose around this idea that sometimes we just have to tell them what they need. And with the walking example, we all know because we're adults and we're walking around that our children are going to learn to walk. We, it's, we believe that that is just simply true. And we watch it unfold and we take so much joy and beauty and pleasure in witnessing this magnificent experience of our children figuring out how to move their bodies and coordinate and connect and put the pieces together. It's phenomenal. So what happens? Where does that go? Why do we detach from the ability to just let them be and then start telling them who to be, what to do, and how to do it? And there are a million and a million one different ways to come at this and um, for sake of time in this podcast it all comes from our fear as mothers. The, the safety of a, a baby who's just learning to kind of crawl around. They don't move that fast. They don't move that quick. They're, we're, we're right there with them in it as they experience. And as our children get older, we get more scared. We get worried. We worry they're going to get hurt. We can worry that they're not going to be okay. We can worry that we're not going to be there when they need us, which unfortunately results in us not being there for them when they need us and not showing up for them in ways that really serve them and serve the purpose that they chose us for to be their mother in the first place. So how can we use this approach of 
even at the walking example of just allowing that to be their experience and delighting the pleasure of it with them as we learn together how I, I know every single mother out there in the process of their growing children, we learn so much along the way. So yes, we're robbing our children of experience, but robbing ourselves of experience as well by trying and forcing to shape it to be something that we want it to be for them. So the question then becomes, why do I need you to do this? You know, there's different vibrations throughout the motherhood experience that, again, when they're really little, oh, I don't want them to learn to walk too soon. I want them to stay this way forever. We really just want to soak it all up. We don't want to rush it. There's just, this is the the mass consciousness that fuels motherhood. And there's a deep, deep beauty in this. And we lose connection to it because things start to look different. So we think, well, we need to adapt our approach and we need to be different as well. So it comes back to choosing who we want to be and asking, why do I need you to do this? You know, it's, I, (laughs) the one example that comes up for me a lot lately is teeth brushing. And I had gotten to a place where I was really, really embodying this allowance of my daughter to be who she is and figure it out herself in a place that felt really phenomenal for both of us. And then she started to not want to brush her teeth ever. (laughs) And I would hear myself say, Ophelia, you need to brush your teeth, honey. And I heard myself say it a lot. So they were, why, why do I need why do I need her to do this? I say, well, I don't want her to get you know, gum disease. I don't want her to get cavities. I don't want her to be in pain. Just like, well, I, those are all things that I don't want for her. And again, with reasonable good intentions, we don't want to wish pain or discomfort on our children whatsoever. Why do I need this? And the more that I would say to her, like, baby girl, you need to brush your teeth. And I would give her the reasons, the more resistance she gave. Because foundationally, it's me telling her what to do. Nobody likes to be told what to do. I know this conversation of they're too young to know. I have to do this for them. They don't know any better. They're too young. I just just call bullshit on that whole thing because we all have said it as well. We look at children. They're so more intuitive. They're so more tuned in. They're so much more free and connected to source than we are. And yet we're so selective when when we use that. And it's so selfishly our behavioral choices that really feed into that. I say, well, why do I need you to brush your teeth? Well, because I don't want these bad things to happen to you. When these bad things to happen to you, what does that really mean for me? Well, I'll feel like a bad mother because I didn't take proper care of you. And I'll feel like it's my fault that you're in pain and all of these things. And then we take it on and we make it mean so much about us. So I'll be honest, my daughter does not brush her teeth a whole ton. And I will also be very honest and say when I allow it to be her choice of whether or not she brushes her teeth, she brushes her goddamn teeth way more often. And it starts in just a little, just like a little tweak when I feel that vibrational shift in me, like when somebody really when you're really triggered by somebody and you have that like desire to just like puff your chest out and go at them, 
that kind of, it's that energy inside of, all right, I'm going to tell you how it is now. And this is what's going to happen. It's that same vibration of force. As soon as that shift happens in me, she's not brushing her teeth. So it's been a very deep practice for me. And this can be translated to every single interaction with our children of noticing that triggering in myself, that, that drive to be really reactive in the moment and to take care of that myself. Because as a children, my daughter's going to be four in April here coming up soon. They are so sensitive and in tune and connected to energy. We all know this. We all say it. And yet we're selective with when we choose to actually be in it. It's not something that most of us are really consistent with. So they feel it. And in in our choices to shift energetically, it's not even the words, but this process of sitting in front of her instead of it being, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to put the toothbrush in your mouth and I'm going to brush those teeth and then nobody's having any fun. <laughs> instead of that, because I'll be honest, this happened, to just be in space. Physically take sometimes, I, I very often take a step back or just lean back, hand on the heart, hand on the belly, take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out until I can find a space where I feel like me. When we don't feel good, it's because we're misaligned. When we're misaligned, it means we're not connected to self. And when we're not connected to self, we are not moving, choosing, acting, being who we really are. And that's why it doesn't feel very good. So the question then of why do I need you to? Well, I don't need her, my daughter, or anybody to do anything. It's at that point where we have to get, or we don't have to, you don't have to do anything. (laughs) It's at that point where we can choose to get really, really honest with ourselves. Say, well, why do I need you to do this? Well, it's easier for me. (laughs) Frankly, that happens a lot. This is just easier for me. The car example as well. You know, you've heard me say this before. I just, I need you to get in your car seat so we can go home. Well, because I want to go home. But what about what she wants? Why do my desires matter more than hers? Because I'm the adult? Because I've been here longer? Who's to say she's not an older soul than I? And uh, we, you know, how can we allow our needs our desires to be fulfilled and our needs to be met with ease and love and appreciation. I want to say, how can we allow our needs, all of us as mothers, how can we do this in integration with our children, how we can all get what we need and have what we want with ease, with love and appreciation. I see example after example after example. And even this morning, my my husband was helping my, our daughter get some oatmeal, and he just he offered her to try some brown sugar on her oatmeal. He loves brown sugar on his oatmeal, and she told him that she didn't want any, and he said he wanted her to some try some new things. And I'll, with lack of detail, as you know, it didn't go very well. <laughs> we all know, and he then got frustrated, and she was frustrated, and. 
again, with, with good intentions, like brown sugar on oatmeal is super yummy. And he wanted to share this with her because it's something that he does. And the intentions are all good. Yet we don't execute them with the intention of really what we want with our children. We want to share these moments and then we try to force them to happen. And it doesn't feel good for either of us. So when we're having these moments of misalignment or even view them as conflict um, with our children, when notice the words when they come out of your mouth, or even it's a we, like we need to get going, we need to do this. What we're teaching our children in those moments is to not listen to what's really here, is to not listen to their soul speak, is to not listen to what their body is guiding them to feel and to do and to be. And every moment we unconsciously teach this, it gets more ingrained, it gets more rooted, and it gets so much deeper in. Before we wrap this up in the beauty and the depth and the divinity of this truth, I would like us to breathe together. And as we breathe, we're going to release some of the stories and the narratives that we've brought up together today, and we're going to root in and ground into the truth. So go ahead again and close your eyes. Place one hand on the heart, one hand on the belly, and with broad general vision, exhale and release all of the triggering moments, all of the resistance, all of the narratives and the stories and the things that came up that didn't feel good, releasing all negative emotions, squeeze the belly out at the bottom, and then sip in through the nose, breathe in deeply. Breathing in ease, allowance and relaxation, part the lips, exhale. Releasing story, negative emotion, narratives that do not serve us. Squeeze the belly out. Sipping again through the nose. Breathing deeply. Breathing in ease, allowance, and relaxation. Part the lips. Exhale. Breathing out. All stories, narratives, negative emotions that do not serve, uplift, and allow us to grow and expand. Squeeze the belly out. Sipping through the nose. Breathing in ease, allowance, and relaxation. Relax the shoulders, part the lips. Exhaling all negative emotion and experience in this moment. Before you open your eyes, allow yourself to do a quick scan of your body, release any tension that has crept in. So we can choose to allow. We can choose to create the environment that will allow our children to experience life for themselves, to learn their needs from that deep, inner being place where they are connected to it, where they don't move because somebody told them to. They move because they want to move. We've released deeply through intention and energy here in this conversation today, numerous 
conditions, stories, and narratives and frameworks that have led us to the place to think that it is our job to tell our children what they need. We illuminated numerous specific circumstances in which we have chosen in the past to be very selective about when we allow our children the freedom and when we slip back into, well, no, it's my job now to tell you what you need. Keeping in mind, of course, yes, part of creating this environment that allows our children to experience, it is our job to guide them to safety. Yes. In terms of physical harm, even emotional and spiritual harm, you know these moments when you step in and hold space for their safety. And there's probably room for a whole other episode about how to really navigate those moments with love and ease and appreciation and hold them in safety. Because especially in those moments, the more we can hold, I desire to be the mother who allows my child to uncover and explore their needs in ways that feel good to them so that they can begin to reveal to themselves that which they already do know. The experience of our children is so purely connected in ways that as mothers now, we're trying to get back to. So to allow them to be in ease, to allow their needs and their desires to be seen just as much as ours. It's not about what I need matters just about as much as you need. It's allowing the value to be seen in every moment. The way we desire to be seen, the way we desire to be heard, the way we desire to be appreciated as mothers, our children want the same. And we are so capable of providing this environment for them. So how can we allow everyone's needs to be met with ease and love and appreciation and thus fulfilling desires so delightfully? It requires us to notice in those moments when we hear the words, I need you to, or you need to, to pause, to come back home to our own truth and recognize that when we say these things, when we be the woman and the mother who speaks this way, it doesn't feel good. And it's not because of our children, because that that is blame. Say, you're doing this and that's why I feel this way. It's blame for our children is so, so, so destructive. So when we step back, come home to ourselves, find that place where we can feel good and approach, okay, what do we want here? Our children want ease as much as we do. They want abundance and joy and freedom and playfulness and love. We want the same things. So to get curious and to ask our children to invite them into this curiosity with us, you will learn so much about yourself. You will learn so much about your children. And in that process, you are leading them in pure, powerful, true demonstration how to lead themselves, how to listen to their truth, how to connect, and how to allow others to do the same in their presence. The exponential power of this process is so beyond our comprehension. We can't 
I don't really say we can't. It's it's just it's so it's so massive and it's so beautiful and you can feel it here. Say yes. Oh, if I could release myself from having these moments with my child that just feel like we don't want those. And we are the ones who create them. So we are the ones who can change and shift them. Exhale all of the air out of your belly, mama. Deep breath in, sip through the nose. Breathing in truth of self. Allow yourself to smile, part the lips, exhale. Relax into ease, appreciation, love and relaxation. Trust that what you have received today, what we have moved through together inside this conversation has landed in you beyond the mind, beyond the body, into and connected with the resonant pieces that are truly and beautifully you, just as they are mine. We connect here together and we move forward to create the movement and the momentum behind allowing our children to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, to glory in the abundance of their experience so that they may know their truth for themselves. So that they may learn how to provide and nourish themselves in ways that is never our job to tell them. It is their part of their experiential journey here to uncover and reveal these things for us for themselves and ultimately we we end up doing the same thing it replicates it duplicates who we choose to be is what our children see is the way it's not through our words although our words can be very illuminative to us when we are out of alignment so pay attention get curious notice when you are trying to force your child to do what you want them to do or to tell them what they need or to tell them what you want them to need and step back get curious come home to you and choose to allow everyone's needs to be fulfilled through pure desire with ease with appreciation and with love Thank you so much for joining me inside this episode today, for your willingness to be in this conversation, share in the vibe, the wisdom, and the connection with me. This vibe is now yours to take with you. So take one more deep breath with me, mama, and breathe this in before you step forward with the rest of your day. Pause what you're doing. Be still. Close your eyes. One hand on your heart one hand on your belly deep breath in and deep breath out feel what you feel honor it and love on yourself like crazy for being open to this moment right here right now if this episode resonated with you made you feel something undeniable I encourage you to share it and spread the love and please tag me so that I can connect with you and indulge in the vibe with you and so that together we can get this podcast into the hands of more mamas who could use a little naked mama in their life. Remember to subscribe so you can stay connected and if you're looking for love and support between episodes, follow me on Instagram at therealangelrockwell. If you're feeling pulled for more, 
Join the Naked Mama private Facebook community where deep levels of magic await. Lastly, always feel free to connect with me directly. I adore voice messages, just FYI. If you choose to pop into my inbox, I guarantee I'll be all up in your inbox in the best way. I will see you here again next week for another transformative episode. Until then, sending love and light to you, beautiful mama.